Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Art of Relationship show. I apologize. Um, I didn't do the show yesterday. I had to help a family member with a couple of medical procedures, uh, which definitely aren't fun. And it involves uh, prepping (laughs) the night before. So if you know what I mean, it's not only uh, colonoscopy, but down the throat, too. So uh, two for one special. So I wasn't able to do the show so I'm going to do the show today, and then next week I'll be back doing the show live um, on Wednesdays at 12 noon Eastern time, as always. And if you're looking for a different um, show time, hit me up, man. Email me, Greg at The Art of Relationships. You can check out my website, theartofrelationships.org as well. Uh, email me as well, and I'm always looking for show topics, insights, Um suggestions for show topics hit me up okay i'd love to hear you mary i appreciate you joining up as always you can join in the live chat down below and on instagram it's already uh kicking off and you can join me in the live chat on facebook youtube as well and gonna be talking about um You know what? What's going on with your relationship, right? How many times that people look at a year later, two years, three, whatever, right? 20 years down the road, they're like, what happened to us? Okay. And I get it. And you look at the situation to where, you know what? What happened, right? We have kids, work, maybe we moved. um, Excuse me, maybe relocated. Hey, Cynthia, appreciate you uh, joining in too. Um, we relocate and we're looking at, you know, what the hell happened to us, okay? Um, we're no longer affectionate. We're no longer loving towards each other. If anything, you know, we have a constant maybe reflection, if you will, that we always look at the negative aspects of our partner, of our relationship. And it's, uh, I, I try to get away from that, right? And, you know, the news media all through America, North, probably Canada as well, North America in general, everything's about negative aspects, right? It's very rare we hear some good stuff that goes on. And it's almost like, is it a human condition that after a while, that's all we look at in our partner, that it's all the negative crap. You didn't do this. You didn't do this. Or if you did something, it is, you know, always ripped upon, you know, ragged on, it's criticized, it's belittled, degraded, those type of aspects. So we look at, you know, do you start looking at the good? Remember when you first started dating, when you first got married, right? We all know the honeymoon phase, right? It's very rare that you notice the bad in your partner or remember how many people look at red flags, right? Uh, son, you know, when you first start dating, ah, the red flags get ignored. They get maybe watered down to a very, very pale pink, if at all, right? And, oh, my God, they're this, they're that. And we have an unrealistic expectation of who that person is, maybe at first, right? And you might maybe ignore each other's flaws, each other's faults, and we all have them. I have them as well. To be able to look at, you know what, oh, we ignore them, and then a year later, oh, my God, we can't stand them, right? So we look at what the hell happened in our relationship over the years. Did you not pay attention to what was going on? Number one, we're too busy, right? You might decide to have a kid or let's face it, step family. 
dynamics. You're bringing two families together, and it is a lot more, let's face it, difficult, challenging process to go through. So you look at, you know, we need to look at, you know, what happened. And I, I hear this all the time. I've heard this for, you know, I've been doing this now 21 years, a long time, taught college classes as well. And I hear this from everybody, you know, oh my God, Greg, we want to get back to when we were dating. When we first got married, we were so in love. We were so connected. And I tell people, no, I don't. And people are looking at me like, oh my God, you're a jerk. What do you mean? <laughs> you do this for a living, right? And what do you mean you don't want us connected? I say, I want you more connected, right? Because, hear me out. When we first get together, like I said, we have the rose-colored glasses on, the honeymoon phase, and we ignore maybe the flaws or, you know, we realize them, but we sort of water those down. Oh, not a big deal. I can deal with it. But after a while, the resentment builds and all of a sudden those flaws and faults that we sort of weren't a big deal. Now they're a big deal. How many people can relate to that? Right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. We look at and that's what I mean about when I tell people I'm not being mean, not being a jerk. When I tell people I don't want you connected like when you first got married, when you first maybe moved in together, when you first started dating. I want you more connected, okay? Now, hear me out, okay? They're like, how can we be more connected? Typically, when you first maybe move in together, depending how long you've been dating, or when you first got married, when you first started dating, right? Everybody's on their best behavior. Everybody is maybe watching what they say, you know, they're very, very careful and maybe they're not being their true self, which I promote. And I even put on, you know, when I did the episode about dating and first dates, just be yourself. You know, everybody puts phony pictures online, social media, right? The filters online. So they're not transparent. And all of a sudden you expect people to be okay with that, not be upset when the reality smacks you in the face, you're like, oh my God, I thought you were like this and here you're like that. Or you present yourself to be this way and you're not being 100% transparent about you, right? So this is where I'm going to, as far as are you able to look at, hey, Sebastian, I appreciate you joining in. Are you able to be, once you're you know, able to be transparent, you know, totally transparent and you know each other in and out. That's what I mean about being more connected when you first started dating or got married or moved in together that, you know what, you're not walking on eggshells. You're able to talk about anything, no matter if it hurts your feelings or pisses you off. Okay. Again, that's not your intention. And a lot of times when we first start dating or married or live together, we end up, you know what, slowly start um, maybe speaking our mind and not in a respectful manner, right? I can't believe you did that, right? Or little annoyances we ignored. Now we blow up and we start attacking. We start criticizing people, right? And this is part of why I'm doing this episode about what happened to our relationship <clears throat> and are you able to be more connected that you can talk about anything, no matter if it hurts your feelings? How many people are able to hear their partner's truth or perspective of the truth about how they feel and 
you know what, you get defensive or you fight back or you shut down. This is what I mean about I want couples to be more connected, more transparent than when you first got married, when you first started dating, that you're more real. You're not walking on eggshells. You're able to be yourself. And this is what I'm looking at in that self that comes up that we lose ourselves when maybe the kids right? We're busy. We have, there's not enough time that go around. So all of a sudden what happened to us, the relationship's not a priority. The kids are a priority, right? And we still are trying to make people happier, right? Are maybe family members. And now we have extended family members. Maybe our boundaries are not solid. They're not healthy that we don't tell people no anymore that, you know what? No, it, we're spending time together. I can't, I would love to help you out, but I can't. That doesn't mean we never help family out. Not at all. But are we able to set boundaries and look at what is a priority to us? Not only that, when you started dating, did you compliment one another? Did you reassure each other that you loved each other? You desired each other. You wanted each other, right? Remember the time you could just look at each other and Freaking you or she was got wet, he got hard, and you attacked each other, right? Uh, sexually, you're like, oh, my God, we can't get enough of each other. Now it's like, I don't want to touch you. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? You get me? How many people can um, relate to this? Now, Cynthia, I believe so many of us don't realize how every everything, meaning children, jobs, relocating, et cetera, changes the dynamic of the relationship. I, Cynthia, you're right. And that this is one thing I'm talking about. And we look at, oh, we can handle it. It's no big deal. But then, you know, we might have expectations how a move goes. Or I tell people, you know, you brought it up, Cynthia, about, you know, a test for relationships, right? You move, <coughs> excuse me, or I'm still fighting the upper respiratory crap going on. But, you know, we move or you do a home improvement remodeling project, right? <laughs> That's going to put you through a ringer and test because, you know, one person wants a house this way. The other one wants this type of house or remodeling projects. I don't want that tile. I want, you know, this color or this style, this color paint. You get me? And it's a fight and battle going on. And this is, are you more complimentary to one another? And you're more connected to realize what is more important to you versus maybe, you know, as you're dating, maybe you sold yourself out. Maybe it's all about that other person. And now you start, start taking a stance. You start getting fed up with maybe always giving, giving, giving. And now you both are button heads. Now you both are in a power struggle situation in a relationship. And this is what happens, right? Maybe the kids, right? parenting styles. One wants a parent this way. The other one wants a parent a given way, a different way, right? One's more maybe passive, let the kids do whatever they want. Don't ever do that, please. Please don't do that. And one is maybe too disciplinarian. And it's going after a balance and looking at, you know, how do you work together in these situations? So all these expectations get, they get shattered, right? This is where I want people to understand and get reconnected. What did we used to do when we started dating? 
or right all our time, all our exhaustion, you know, we had more energy. I get it. Like I said at the beginning, we only have 24 hours in a day. So, you know, we're taking care of the kids, taking care of maybe we have sick older parents now, right? This is reality. But number one thing I tell people that usually goes down the toilet, down the road, is you're not making the relationship a priority. You are not making each other, your partner, a priority anymore. All of a sudden, it's the kids, right? It's our work. I love doing what I do, and we have to pay bills, right? We might take our partner for granted anymore. Before, maybe we were very apologetic for maybe even bumping into one another, and we stopped. Maybe we are not as complimentary anymore. We're not telling each other we love each other. You're beautiful. You're hot. You're studly. Oh, my God, you're an amazing man. You're an amazing woman. All that goes down the toilet, right? And we start taking one another for granted. The compliments, the affirmations that we used to do when we started dating and getting into it, they, they go away. What happened to those, right? Is it we get resentment because, like I said, we're not being our true self. So we put up with stuff instead of saying, hey, I really don't like this because we're afraid that person won't love me anymore. We're afraid that person will leave me or not marry me or not want to be together. Okay. So um, all those aspects. Okay. Um, Cynthia, you mentioned again, it has taken me 28 years in my babies moving out to realize they were my whole life and they took up so much of my time. I don't regret a minute of that. Now I have no idea of who I am and my marriage has suffered tremendously. And Cynthia, I, I know you personally and, you know, much love to you and peace and, you know, what's happening to you and what you've been struggling with shit for six, seven years, you know, but and this is one thing I tell people, especially with a stay-at-home parent, you know, they think it's going to be all this and all the attention goes to the kids, right? Your whole identity, all of a sudden, you know, you have your own individual identity when you first start dating, whatever, and we lose it. We become, you know, a parent. We become a partner, a spouse. We become all these elements to, uh, you know, what is going on and we lose ourselves, and all of a sudden we don't know who we are. Kids move out, and then we're looking at what the hell happened, right? We're looking at who are we. So there's a lot of dynamics with the relationship, right? We have our own individuality. We have, you know, our partner has their own individuality. Then we have the relationship as a whole. And going back to, like I said, a lot of that, right, our relationship, our partner stops being a priority, and it might not even be intentional. Well, don't get me wrong. There's some people, that's what their intention are. They just want to have a kid and they're using somebody to, you know, finance that kid or children and, and be taken care of, right? <clears throat> and it's all those aspects are looking at, Alyssa, hey, pre, appreciate you joining up. Yuff, man, what's happening? And to be able to look at, we stopped being a priority to our person. And we look at, and we wonder why a lot of, we've been married 10, 15 years. I can't believe you cheated on me. And when I never excuse it, never condone it. I 
Tell everybody that, okay? And we look at the dynamics because maybe one of you, you're not feeling important. You're not feeling loved. You're not feeling desired anymore. You're not feeling a priority. You're just feeling like maybe a paycheck. You're feeling like you're a maid or you're just a mother and you're not being loved anymore for a man, for a woman, as a partner. And that's when I tell people, that's where I'm talking about. I want people to be more connected that you're able to bring up issues. You're able to rock the boat. You're able to be open and honest about how each other. Um, yeah, I am American. I'm in uh, Detroit, Michigan, United States. So this is where I want people to be able to look at what are you doing to maintain the priority in your relationship that you love one another. Looking at what happened to the relationship, and you're going to look back, the compliments stop. You being a priority in your relationship or making each other a priority has stopped. The affirmations, looking at the good in each other, chances are those have stopped, and that's what happened to your relationship and why chances are it went down the toilet. Yes, there are people we grow apart, right? But I also look at what what caused us to grow apart. Is it, um, how can I say this? You know, is it that we want different lifestyles now, right? Um, one turns into a homebody or, and the other one wants to travel a lot more and the other one's a homebody that we weren't that way at the beginning. So I get that we grow apart and that's different, but we, I want to look at what caused us to grow apart. Is it that we want different things in life or is it because we are not feeling like a priority? We're not feeling love. We're not feeling desired in the way we want to feel desired. We don't feel appreciated. We don't feel important anymore. And that's usually what goes down the toilet. Okay. And um, now uh, I want to give a sleek asterisk. Uh, you're tuning in. I'm not in the spam, um, not in the spam or you uh, promoting me. If you want to hit me up, you know, get a hold of my website or private message me, please, not on the chat. Uh, I find that that's disrespectful. Okay. So um, look at that. Look at what are you doing to make each other a priority? What are you doing? to connect with your partner. And I get it. It's not easy when you have kids and jobs or changing jobs or moving, relocating. You have a, a parent that maybe passed away or a loved one that passed away. It rocks us. This is real life. And we have to look at what are we doing to be there for one another, to be supportive when we first started dating, right? But even being more connected, that we are able to hear each other's complaints, each other's maybe discrepancies of what is happening in our relationship so we can fix them, so we can heal them and get more connected. And we are being more real. We're being more transparent. We're being more ourselves, and not when we first started dating that we're trying to be this perfect person. And, you know, let's face it, we're being fraudulent right? So be yourself, be open and honest and look at your relationship, even past relationship, what happened. Now, this doesn't mean a past relationship um, that you're being abused physically, verbally, uh, mentally. Hell no. You need to, my advice is you need to heal that, get away from that so you don't get hurt or get killed. You get me? I'm not talking about those situations. I'm talking about 
what your role was, what happened to you. Maybe your past partner or current partner stopped complimenting you, stop, um, you know, looking at the good in you, stop looking at affirmations. Maybe they stopped role manicizing you. Maybe you stop desire and look at what is going on. Is it because you allowed the kids to become more of a priority versus each other? Is it work? Is it other family members, a hobby, those type of situations? And now you're going to look back and say, wow, God, I know what happened in a relationship. But when things start going bad and going sideways and going down the toilet, a lot of people ask, I don't know what happened, Greg. Well, chances are when I walk couples through this, chances are we can look at what happened and what materialized. That doesn't excuse or condone it, but that's where I want couples to be able to look at, hey, what really happened so we can heal it and talk about it and be more connected than we ever have um, ever in our life, okay? So you can check out my website, please, theartofrelationships.org, and you can find uh, me all over the place, social media. Please follow me, like me on Facebook, on YouTube. I'd appreciate it. Thank you under Love Guru Greg. And you can check out the Art of Relationships show live every Wednesday. I know today's Thursday, but every Wednesday live at 12 noon Eastern time right here on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, on LinkedIn. And the audio version is all over the place um, on every listening platform as well. Okay. Much love to everybody out there. Thank you so much for your support. And let's face it. uh, I appreciate you taking your time uh, and listening and watching the show. And hopefully I can help you um, have a better relationship, better marriage, better sex life, and also to promote more self-love and self-respect for yourself. Um, Oh, sure. Oh, my name is uh, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. I'm a fully licensed professional counselor here in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Have been forever 21, over 20, 21 years now. And I'm a relationship and sex specialist as well. Yes, I am fully licensed. A lot of school, a lot of um, internship practicums. What else? Residencies, if you will to get here. Okay. So, um, I appreciate everybody again, peace and love and welcome. This is part of my new office right now. It's not fully set up. It's still a mess. <laughs> I started moving, uh, basically Sunday, Monday, and I still have to put stuff together yet. So again, thank you so much for watching peace and love everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.